Hey there. You got a bunch of leads, but too swamped to make heads or tails out of them? When it comes to sealing the deal, you just throw out a number and hope for the best? Well, it's time to change that too. Welcome to the Million Dollar Pipeline Challenge, tailor-made for the home services and remodeling pros just like you. We're cutting through the clutter, showing you how to chat with your customers and nail your pitches and boost those conversions. No more guesswork, just solid strategies to grow your business. Tune in to transform your approach and let's build that million dollar pipeline together. Text the word money to 844-949-1984. That's the word money to 844-949-1984 to begin your million dollar pipeline challenge today. Welcome to Blue Collar BS, a podcast that busts the popular myth that we can't find good people, highlighting how the different generations of today, the boomers, Gen X, millennials, and Gen Z are redefining work so that the industrial revolution that started in the U.S. stays in the U.S. Welcome back, Mr. Doyle, to this episode of Blue Collar BS with Brad and Steve, and you are Steve. Okay, you passed the test. Knew who you were. Yep. Um, you know, we were talking a little bit pre-recording here as to what we should be talking about, and I guess here's what I'd like to do today, Mister. Awesome. Let's go. I'm going to ask you a couple questions, and you're going to answer oh, them. Sh- kind of a kind of a kind of a truth. Oh and my error god! Type. All right. <laughs> I did say, I did say surprise me. Wow. Okay. You're not going to do yeah, that. Again. So we're going to go on that. Path. We're going to go on that path, and um, you know, don't hold back. We oh, because that's what we share with our audience. We share our authentic yeah. selves. We share uh, all of our. Um, we just share because <laughs> that's what keeps people engaged. So I want to go back a little bit in your life history. Okay. Not not back when you were a wee little boy, but you know, back when you were you know kind of kind of younger oh, guy. So yesterday, got it. All right, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yesterday, day younger. <laughs> um, talk to us as you have you as you've gone down your journey of of being in corporate, right? Working in construction and then being in corporate side of things in the in the manufacturing world, and then now doing what you're doing today. What were some of the greatest lessons of you working in the field in the home building and construction space? What are some of the life what are some of the lessons you learned then when you were your 22-year-old self or whatever the hell it was to today that are that are impactful and making huge hmm. changes in clients and for those you interact with? Man. Um wow, I got to think. Um that's going to hurt. So, um, back when I was, I know, right. Um, so when I was 15, um, I had to be driven to job sites to okay. you know, do the, uh, basically kind of like a yard attendant, lot attendant, um, you know, make sure the job site was clean. And then, you know, if I could, if I could do that, then I could learn how to swing a hammer. Um, you know, climb up on the scaffolding, um, putting up sheeting, uh, waterproofing, things like that for siding, uh, framing and things like that. Uh, the biggest thing I would say right off the bat from what I'm recalling was what I'm recalling. recalling, Yeah. What I'm recalling, um, was the, 
the owner of the company at the time, so a uh, framing company, they he spent the time to show me what I was doing wrong, but he wasn't doing it in a condescending way. It was more like, hey, I need you to focus on doing it this way so I don't have to come back and repeat what you've done. Okay, cool for from a not doing it perspective. But it was just taking the time on, you know, really understanding like, oh, yeah, he's he does a lot of stuff, but he doesn't know what he doesn't know. So I need to help him. Well, it's sort of like what your wife tells you. Oh, yeah. Every day. Every day. Sorry. I left it out there. That was really low hanging fruit. Yeah. It was was really low hanging fruit. Way to kick. Way to kick the berries. (laughs) Well, you know, we had that conversation last episode. You were touching. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, that was like the the very first thing. Um, Some of the other things that I learned was, you know, just the, I would say, you know, the environment, the type of people I was never exposed to. um, Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That happened to, that never happened either. Um, I would say there was a time uh, more of the forgiveness side when we fell through the roof. Uh, we were ripping off a roof, and we ended up putting inadvertently two skylights in <laughs> to a house. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what? Bonus with skylights. Uh, uh, pretty much. Um, I went through the kitchen, and the owner went through the bathroom. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna love it. We're gonna do this with no charge because you know, uh, really? it's you know be- so I mean there's you know things like that that you learn. Um but in reality, you know, at a high level, you're really learning about you know working with people that you may or may not know, you know, most of the people would I have hung out with them after work? No, I did not. I was you know 15, 16. Um doing that but you get to learn about just different people different perspectives different way of life and at the end of the day you could actually step back and go shit i did this i actually Mm -hmm. built somebody's home with my hands i put a roof over somebody's head with my hands or i fell or i fell through one of the two i mean i I never fell off the roof roof. um i just felt just go through it but yeah, I mean, that level of, you know, at 15 or 16 going, wow, we just built somebody a home. So how did that, how did that piece of it influence? You know, unfortunately, you went to that University of Michigan place. I did. With that big, I uh, did. That big, uh, gold M. Um, yeah, Not whatever. Walmart Wolverine. Uh, we ain't no Walmart Wolverine now. It's, it's Walmart. Yeah, I know. You finally beat Ohio State. Now everybody's all excited. Oh. Yay. That's okay. I don't like them either. So, so we're on the same page from that perspective. But so, so you you take that experience. Yep. You go down this. You made the decision to go down a uh, more of a white collar path, yep. so to speak, into your engineering world and and those type of things, and go out into the world of automotive and and truck mm-hmm. production facilities and. And teaching and 
did those people experiences allow you the opportunity to put together the things you did inside your corporate gig and, and facilitate what's going on today with you and wanting to be uh, so diligent in understanding behaviors and communication preferences and um, that emotional intelligence side of the world? Did, did that did those experiences then influence that desire today? Yeah, and I, and I would say where that came in to play is it's these taking something from let's say, you know, when I first started in, in the automotive, it wasn't jumping right into to the white collar space. I was a technician. I started out repairing stuff, building stuff, building, you know, building equipment, facilitating how things actually got done, working on improvements, you know, and yeah, the degree came along for the ride. Okay, great. But it's really that fact where you're starting again, building something with your hands, working with people, developing. Show your hands now. I just want to make sure we can see them. <laughs> it's a capo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got me. Got me playing with a capo. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, continue I <laughs> anyways so um you know starting starting and building you know process whether it's you know it's workflow it's with people it always ends with it starts and ends with people and it starts and ends with the relationship the thing that i that i enjoyed the most was the most difficult task to accomplish give me something that people struggle with whether it's, you know, figuring out how this machine is working, what make you know, why is it not working to, hey, let's talk about people's behaviors and, and how they interact and get them to work better together. And how do we do that? To me, all of those things from building something physically, now we are talking about social, emotional well-being of people. But still, how do we integrate that into building a better life for whether it's the blue collar space, white collar space, it's, it's for each other. Next question might be the last question. Don't know. Ooh. We'll see how long this goes. As you look back, as we sit here today, uh, July of 2023, mm-hmm. right? We met nearly seven years ago in December of 2016. Yeah. In that nearly seven-year period, now you've had a chance to reflect on what you're doing today, what you've done in the past. What are your top two or three things that you are most grateful and proud of that you have been able to do with your life so far? Shit. You had to ask that, didn't you? Okay, good. Great. Go to the bathroom. One. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I have not pissed myself yet so that's great (laughs) low bar low bar um i would say number one there's there's been in the last seven years a lot of uh continued learning and personal growth right it's the grateful for the family to allow the personal growth uh the family and the friends to help with that personal growth um but it's really the the second thing is the the relationship built the relationships that are made um, that far expand um, 
what I ever thought was possible. And the third thing, honestly, is the impact that we've that been able to make to help people look at you know where they currently are today and where do they want to be and help guide them to that to that path and we're not talking you know on a um, life quote unquote life coach type perspective it's just overall um, from business and their person like where do they want to be and help help guide them with you know more of us like a plan a strategic plan to get there um, for me those are the top three things and it's all it's all around people and having that that mindset that doing it alone is tough and so, so i got the fourth question okay coming here so you keep talking about people people but you're such an asshole why do people like you <laughs> I understand that because you wrote me into it. So I'm, I'm at a miss. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, yeah. Even my even my brothers would say that. <laughs> They'd be right there with you. Right, exactly. <laughs> All right, I didn't hear anything because yeah. I'm an after I'm an asshole. So. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Now that, we, now that we've established, you know, we have a common playing ground um, of understanding. <laughs> right. Um, are, are there any, going back to your uh, truck automotive days, is there any particular story or, or mentorship or program things that you have, uh, that you have accomplished um, with people, for people that, is worth sharing with their audience to let them know that there is, there are people out there that are willing to support you. There are things that you can do. You don't have to have the struggle to, you know, do these things, the decisions in your own hands. Many, mm -hmm. many of the time, do you have a story that you'd like to share here quickly? At all? Yeah. I mean, I've had several employees that, um, they were brought into the business by, by others. And, they were viewed as low performing individuals. And so they, they specifically were brought to me from HR and said, Hey, is there, do you have a place for these people? They're, they're good people. They're just not in the right roles. And I've had other people where there, it's like, you know, this role isn't, isn't right for me. And it's really just having the honest conversation and the understanding from both parties of, okay, what are your strengths? What, what is it you like to do? What are your motivators? What are your driving forces? What what gets you motivated? Brought to you by TTI. Brought to you by TTI. <laughs> Contact us for more info. Um, but it's having that conversation, being willing, being open, being you know, even the humility of you know, there's things that we that I've done that not proud of, um, had to learn from, had to had to embrace the suck bucket for a while. Um, and I had wished at some point somebody would have sat me down to say, hey, what drives you? What motivates you? And how can we help you get there? And so that's what I did for several of these individuals where it's like, yeah, like we can do anything. We, we can figure it out as long as somebody's willing. Um, and so some of, the, some of the stories where 
um, working with some professionals that moved out of purchasing and into project management. They were way much better at project management and seeing things strategically and how can we integrate different systems and get different people involved. And they flourished. They went on to become directors um, in, in several companies after you know, after I had left there, they progressed up and moved on. Um, again, I've had um, individual contributors as as uh, technicians and engineers go on to be, you know, excellent, um, excellent subject matter experts. Where they where that we could just hone and craft their skill for what they wanted to do. They were so technical that they were in a they were in roles where it was like they couldn't for. Um, flourish. So let's right. l- let's move them into a role. Now, did we create a role for them? No. We looked at what is needed. We looked at the needs and said, hey, I need this based on what it is that you do and how you do it. I believe you would fit at it and you will flourish at it. So I've had several people um, become you know, engineers of the year just because of how we move from them they were struggling. They, like they were like they went from non-performers to extreme performers, most talented people, um, and, and it truly does come down to taking time to look at how that person operates, how do they function, and what are they good at, and focus on their strengths. So, so all of you uh, millennial business owners that might be listening out there that want to get out of doing all your day-to-day work. And say, hey, I'm going to take my best production guy to turn him into the manager. Um, this is a buyer beware moment. Absolutely, for you guys. Uh, need to make sure that uh, that's what they want to do. My youngest son, uh, he has made it very clear at this point in his life, he does not want to take a management path. He wants to take the oak tree subject matter expert mm-hmm. path right now. From that perspective, will that change in three, four years? Maybe. Um, but as of right now, at a very young, just out of school Gen Z, he wants nothing to do with management leadership at all, zero zip, not a none. And he got that experience in in robotics back in mm-hmm. high school to realize that no, I don't want to manage people. And because and, it could have been very much one of those, hey, high performer, here's what's going on. Hey, now you're going to go lead this team and it would be an absolute shit show. And he knows he doesn't want that to happen because of what the experiences he had through high school, through robotics, mm-hmm. through other to have him know that um, that's where he wants to be. And um, just being able to ask your employees those questions and being open about it is is truly important. So, um, Mr. Doyle, I want to thank you very much for this very special episode. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> so, so thank you for sharing. Thank you for being open about it and uh, a good sport. Yeah. Uh, and we will conclude this episode of Blue Collar BS. Until next time, folks, I am Brad. I am Steve. And we will talk to you guys soon. Right, thanks. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Blue Collar BS, brought to you by Vision Forward Business Solutions and Professional Business Coaching, Inc. If you'd like to learn more on today's topic, just reach out to Steve Doyle or myself, Brad Herta. Please like, share, rate, and review this show as feedback is the only way we can get better. Let's keep blue-collar businesses strong for generations to come.